Hello, everyone. This is Carla Anderson. You are listening to When I Am Weak, I Am Strong, a podcast where we tell stories of God's grace and helping us to overcome our past and our fears, our sins, our guilt. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10 says, He said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I appreciate you listening. Um, I guess part of... (laughs) Part of acknowledging that I am weak is that I am anxious about this podcast, and I have started this over and over and over again. Um, Let me ask you a question. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Are you anxious? (laughs) I want to start this podcast with talking about overcoming, say, trauma, traumatic experiences. And the reason I want to hit on that is because of the fire in Boulder County, Colorado. It was a week ago tomorrow. It hit it hits home for me because 20 years ago, my husband and our three boys were evacuated. And it wasn't just evacuated. We were chased from our home because of a wildfire, by a wildfire. Um It was within 50 feet of our house. And we essentially had to face the fire to leave the way our neighborhood was set up. Our house was to the east of the only exit out of our neighborhood and the fire, no, it was to the west. Yeah, our house was to the east of the exit. The fire was to the west of the exit. And it was, I mean, we stepped outside and could not see the mountain. We were in a neighborhood that was at the base of a mountain and we could not see it. There was nothing but fire. And my heart has been with the residents of Boulder County that were evacuated and that have lost everything. We did not lose our, lose our home, but many of our neighbors did and the emotions that we went through that week just in the first 24 hours were hard to accept and hard to deal with. I've been trying to rethink and and figure out what all emotions I felt and I don't think I can make a list. Uh, I know I felt terror. I know I was shocked. I was afraid. Um, After we stepped outside to see the fire, I told our boys to get in the vehicle in our van and not get out. I expected them to stay in the van until we left. I ran back inside and grabbed a suitcase and threw what clothes I could into the suitcase. And as I fought with the suitcase to get it outside, I froze. I saw our boys in the van with their faces up against the window, 
their eyes as big as saucers. And the flames of the fire reflected in the windows. All I could do was say, Lord, help us. So I imagine the number of emotions that Boulder County residents are feeling today. Chris, the fire we had was in the summer. It was in June, June 8th of 2002. Um, the fire in Boulder County was December 30th, 2021. So they are now dealing with freezing temperatures, snow, those that did not lose their homes, I'm sure if they haven't been allowed to go home yet, are struggling with, okay, frozen pipes possibly, you know, all that. But in my focusing on feelings, I believe that is part of where God's grace comes in. He created us in his image, meaning he knows about feelings. He understands about feelings. It's okay, you know, to feel. It's all right to feel. I have a cousin who lives within, well, the, her house was, the fire came within 10 miles of her house in Boulder County. And she posted on Facebook that people were asking her how she was doing. And because of other situations in her life over the last few years, it's not the first time that, you know, she's had some heavy, heavy feelings, heavy, heavy burdens. And in her post, she said, you know, it's okay to feel. It's okay to have feelings. And yes, it is so okay to have feelings. Um, I struggled with letting go and with acknowledging and with facing my feelings. I didn't even discuss it with my husband after the fire. For months, I struggled. I was, in my opinion, looking back, I was a wreck. But I, in my mind, had to be strong for our boys. Um, I felt like I was really the only one going through what I was going through. And so I didn't really acknowledge my feelings. I didn't, I didn't go to God about it because I didn't understand. Months after the fire, I ran into a mentor of mine who by profession is a Christian counselor. She took one look at me and knew I was not okay. I thank God that she knew I wasn't okay, that she could tell just by looking at me that I wasn't okay. She offered me some counseling sessions. And in those counseling sessions, she told me it was okay to feel the way I was feeling. So I'm here to say, if you're listening and you're from the Boulder County area, or if you've dealt with other traumatic experiences. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. God knows what you're feeling. He's there with you. But I'm also here to encourage you 
to not bury it, not stuff it, to find a minister, a counselor, someone, at least, you know, some, a neighbor that you know, went through the same thing you went through. You know, our stories are all different in one way or another, but our neighbors, there's a connection there, especially after a wildfire. You know, our neighbors lost everything. But when they came back to have a look, to sift through the ashes, we were able to connect. We were able to be there for them and listen to their stories. It's okay to feel. It's what we do about those feelings that is, you know, can be wrong, can be a sin. We need to go to God about it. I got to a point where I started having panic attacks because I wasn't facing them, acknowledging them, whatever. And as I said, my counselor let me know it was okay to feel what I was feeling. She told me that what I was experiencing was panic attacks. But even through her counseling, I still struggled with anxiety and having panic attacks. And it wasn't until I went to God about it. I was babysitting for a friend in January. So this is six months plus since the fire. And I was still having panic attacks. This day I felt a panic attack. My husband, usually when I had a panic attack, this was when my husband Rob was out of town or we were apart for some reason. And this week he was working out of town. So he was gone for three or four days. And I sat down to write up a devotional for a ladies tea that was coming up that I was responsible for part of the planning. I had put my friend's daughter down. She was around six months old, nine months old. Now I think about it. She was nine months old. I put her down for her nap and I sat down in my friend's living room to get this devotional written. And Pretty much as soon as I sat down, I started feeling my heart race, my breathing um, become labored, and I knew it. It was another panic attack. I couldn't allow myself on that day to have one, and I stopped, and I prayed, and I said, Lord, if anything happens while I am responsible for this precious, precious little girl, I will never forgive myself. God's response was to ask me where my foundation was. Now being the daughter of an architect, I grew up listening to all the stories of buildings needing a firm foundation. And also hearing the story out of Matthew, I believe it is, about the man who built his house upon the sand. 
and the connection with our lives needing to be built on the foundation of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the cornerstone. And as soon as God asked me where my foundation was, I responded with, in your son, Lord. And as fast as the panic attack started, it stopped. Every time I had a panic attack up to that point, I fought it. I fought for control. I wanted to be able to overcome it myself. I didn't understand it was my body. So why couldn't I get control of my own body? But in saying that my life's foundation was built on Jesus Christ. I let go. I didn't fight anymore. I didn't try to control it. I let God do it. I love telling that story. Not necessarily the reason behind it or why I have that story to tell. But I love telling that story because that little girl's name was Grace. I didn't deserve the grace that God showed me. I didn't deserve his taking my panic attacks away. And trust me, I am grateful for when I feel another one coming on because I know where I've been. I know what God has done for me. I know how he has been my foundation and how I can just let go. And through his strength, I can overcome. I take a minute to pray. Lord, you are our counselor. You are our guide. You know our feelings. You know what's on our hearts and what we struggle with. You know the trauma that we go through. And I just want to lift up anyone listening in the Boulder area or anywhere, uh, other areas where they've had wildfires or tornadoes. I just pray for anyone listening, Lord, that they can know that you are our foundation, that our lives are built on your son and your grace in giving your son for us, for our sins, to give us eternal life. I thank you, Lord. Amen. I would love to hear stories, your stories. Um, I will admit, I am still working on learning how to do podcasts and my website. Um, so I'm hoping that I can get it set up to where you can share your stories with me. You can share your prayer requests. I would love to hear from you. Um, if nothing else, my email is ciagsgrace at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook at Carla I. Anderson or on Instagram at Carla I. Anderson. 
Thank you for listening. God bless.